0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you can hear me. I hope I'm loud and clear. Yes. Hallelujah. Good. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, before we start, before we start, I think we have been sitting down for a while. So, everybody, can you just stand up and then stretch your hands a bit? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wherever you are in your sitting rooms, just stand up and stretch yourselves and then you may have your seats hallelujah hallelujah uh thank god for that you may have your seats uh father lord we say thank you as my brother has spoken lord lord i ask that you speak through me father lord i ask lord that your people will be blessed father lord lord the message i've given me father lord may go out and achieve everything has been intended to speak to that let me not be me speaking but you should be speaking to your people, Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. It's good to see people on the cameras from far and wide. I think I even saw Sister Renata, one of our old members, I mean our elderly members. Uh saw her somewhere there. God bless you, Ma, for for coming, for attending. And um the message I have to you today, we're going to go through it, and then maybe at the end, if we have enough time, we'll pray. Uh, most of us have been uh, we have been going through this period of lockdown, and this has been laid on my heart since, since May, because there are several activities or several events that transpired in the last five months, and I will just list some of them that have happened to me uh, by way or thereabouts within this period i lost a friend and he left five children you know working the oil and gas industry due to covid 19. at the same time i had a childhood acquaintance who was promoted to become the chief executive of one of the big oil companies in the in in uk at the same time a 15 year old of a family friend passed away also at the tender age of 15. at the same time Within our care cell, we had our visiting mama that that uh, clocked the age of seventy. You know, promotion, age increase, and death—all these things happening at the same time. You know, and it got me thinking, and uh, I started saying, "Well, what is there to life?" I think sometimes we well, have been studying the book of Ecclesiastics, and Solomon has been speaking a lot about that. But one thing that he has made us understand is our days are numbered. Our days are numbered. And that is the topic of my message today. Our days are numbered. Praise the Lord. And uh, the text we're going to be taking from today is from the book of Job. There are two texts. The book of Job, chapter 14, verse 1 to 15. All my reading will be from New King James Version So apologies for those that uh, are not conversant with that one. It's still the modern one, but uh, it's New King James Version. So I'll read Job 4, 1 to 5. Man who is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. He comes forth like a flower and fades away. He flees like a shadow and does not continue. And do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me to judgment with yourself? Who can bring a clean thing out of unclean? No one. Since his days are determined. Or you can say, since his days are numbered. The numbers of his months is with you. You have appointed his limits so that he cannot pass. Now, this is Job that was speaking. Praise the Lord. Now, if you go down to Psalm 90, verse 1 to 17. Now, this particular portion was written by Moses. Okay? But it was narrated in the book of Psalms, okay? And Moses was looking at the frailty of man. He was looking at the hopelessness of the life of man. So I will concentrate on verse 9 to verse 12. You can read the whole 1 to 17 on your own. But I'll concentrate on verse 9 to 12. Which says, for all our days have passed away in your wrath. We finish our years like a sigh. The days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength there are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So those are our text verses. And I just to take, I want to take us through what is... Um, what is measured, what is numbered, and how to number our days in the short time that I have. And God will help me. I hope I'll be able to go through. So the first thing is we have to understand what is time. I know this was asked during the house fellowships when we were going through Ecclesiastes 3. But I just took a simple definition from the Webster's Dictionary. Okay? Now, the definition for time is the measured or measurable period. During which action, process, or condition exists or continues. Okay? Period. Which action, process, or condition exists or continues. So a yeah, period or something or continues. Now, that is just the basic definition of time. I'm sure all of us will have our own definition of time. But we have to understand time before we can even speak of numbering. Praise the Lord. Now... From here, I, I want us to go to some basic things about time. Some basic things about time. One, time is measured. Okay, in our definition, you saw what we talk about, measured or measurable period. So, time is measured. We as human beings must have measured it maybe based on seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, and so forth. That's our own timing. That might not be God's timing, but that's what human beings have measured it. So it's measurable. The second point is time is precious. It's a very very valuable time because it's something that is ongoing. It's something that is moving. So it's very, very precious. Anything that is moving is precious. The third one, which is also tied to that being precious, is also once lost, it cannot be gained. Once our time has been lost, cannot be gained I know all of you know this and these are all basic things once time has gone it cannot be gained we cannot come back to that time because it has passed praise the Lord now the last one which I will throw there as a curveball okay because we're going to understand it later on is the devil is aware of time the devil is aware of time you look at the three statements I've given They seem like more secular, but I've come to the scripture part and I'm trying to give a perspective. The devil is aware of time. And what we find that in Revelations 12, 12, Revelations 12, 12, it says, and I read from the New King James, therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Okay, now the devil has a short time. He's aware of that. Okay, so we've established those facts. So what numbering do we have? I'm going to go back and I'll read to certain scriptures in the, in the Bible to find out what numbering we have. In Genesis 6.3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. Okay, now this was God speaking during the time of Noah. Okay, now we jump to Psalm 10 verse 10, Psalm 90 verse 10. The days of our lives are 70 years and if by reason of strength they are 80 years, yet they boasted only labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Now these are the timings that people have spoken about within the church. Okay, they are not set in stone, but those are general ideas, and from what we see, we find that give and take, man lives around those years, plus or minus. Okay, now we go to Joe 12:10. It says, In whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? He was asking. This is in God's hands, but these are the tendencies, these are the roots what we have seen. In James 4:14, 4, it says whereas do you not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes okay now I've set a scene for us to see the time and value now one of the things is that is very key and I want you to take note of this your days are only numbered by those who have authority over you your days are only numbered by those who have authority over you. Okay? Now, for example, when I, was start, when I wanted to give this message, I wanted to say your days are numbered as my heading. But once I say your days are numbered, some people would be taken aback. Some people will be defensive. Some people will be upset. Now, who am I to say your days are numbered? Now, within your office, your boss can say your days are numbered in this establishment. That's because he has beginner authority by the company or by the laws of the land. Even you go to a judge and your judge will say, tomorrow I'm going to execute you. He has a law backing him. Those are earthly laws. Okay. They have been put in authority and they can determine what it is. But one thing I want to tell you, there's a greater authority that has higher than anything that we have, which is God in heaven. So when God was speaking these things, God has the authority to say, our days are numbered. If God does not say it, then it cannot happen. Praise the Lord. So let's get that. There. Let's get that straight. Now, one of the things is once we give these years, we use these years of 70, 80. How does it look? How does it look to each one of us? Sometimes we are running in life. What we don't understand, we don't tend to send back and look. What time? What, what is the timing of this? So this is very, very popular. And uh, the next screen is just an illustration of what are these is somebody use the clock okay based on the assumption that 70 to 80 years okay this is not so he just use a clock for us to get a visual diagram okay now within a 24 hours time imagine a child was born on 12 o'clock in the morning okay early hours in the morning and his last breath is 24 hours later on 12 midnight okay so by the time you start looking at the hours of the clock okay four years is about two, two o'clock in the morning six years about four o'clock eight years is about six o'clock in the morning ten years about 8 30 15 about 10 in the morning okay and then he starts going into p.m. which is about 22 years okay about 1 p.m. okay 25 years 30 years, about 3 o'clock p.m. Because the red you can see there is p.m. 40 years, about 4 p.m. Now, I want you to understand this. Just I'll just pause there and then have a look. From 22 years to 40 years, from 12 midday, noon to 4 o'clock, that is man's prime. That is man's prime. That is the youthfulness years that we have. If you're a youth, You're within that sector. What have you done in God's ministry? Where are you in the church? Those are your active years. I want you to understand that. Now, before that, we move to 50 years. We're about 6 p.m. or 6.30. Getting there about. 60 years, about 9 p.m. Now, I'll take between 50 to 60. Now, you'll find out if we look at the bread of life. We see people from 40 to about 60 now that is evening time that is dinner time time is passing now we look up we wake up 11 o'clock midnight is 70 years and then 80 years by 12 midnight what years are active years and you look at it for example if i go back and rewind you fall about the early parts of the morning. That's the foundation six to eight years. That's the foundation which we set the foundation for our children. And early morning time is also very, very vital in our lives. So look at yourself now. Look at your age. Where are you? Where do you fit in this biological clock? Based on 70 or 80 years. Have think? Are you at 40, 4.30 in the evening? Are you approaching 50? 6 p.m. Are you already 70 at 9 p.m.? Almost time to sleep. Praise the Lord. This is just an illustration just for us to understand, to have a picture of how our life is moving. Praise the Lord. I'm not trying to say anybody's going to live 80 years or 70 years, but God's will, we can live older than that and far older than that by the grace of God. Okay? I only use that as a caption for us to be able to picture, and understand where we are in the scheme of things as life goes on. Praise the Lord. So what is numbered? That's the next thing. What is numbered? What aspects of our life is numbered? Okay. First of all, our spiritual life and ministry is numbered. I want you to understand that. Our spiritual life and ministry is numbered. Whatever God has called you to do, it's a number time for you to achieve for him in the spiritual kingdom and in the ministry. Even in obedience and faith, our days are numbered. So what am I saying? Enoch lived 365 years ago. But in Genesis 5:24, and it says that Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. So that means Enoch was doing what was right with God. That God did not even seem deemed fit for Enoch to die and took him up. But Enoch still went. Enoch still passed away. Even when he was doing the right thing. Go to 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass, when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. There was a time for Elijah to go on to the beyond. Elijah had done his work. It was time for him to move on. And that's why I said, when it was about time, when it was about time, Elijah's days and ministries were numbered. Now, if you go back to history and find out, you find that there was even a proper kind of a transition because Elisha served him for almost about four and a half years before he was taken. So there was a pattern that was passed on to Elisha. Am I correct? And they had to move on. So men of God feel that they will stay in their ministry forever and ever. So men of God feel that I'll be a pastor forever and ever. Yes, you'll be a pastor, but there's a time that your ministry will end and someone must carry the battle. There's a time that God has given you to be involved in the church and after that, your time will be over. Jesus Christ came about 33 years. Three years of impactful ministry. And I can remember the, at the beginning of his time, he said, my time has not yet come. He said, why do you come to me? My time has not yet come to come. That shows in context that there was a time in God's life. There was a time in his ministry. When the time came, he executed what he needed to do. And he died and rose again. That was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Of recent, we had Miles Monroe. He was 60. Very active in the kingdom. But he died in a plane crash in 2014. Of recent, Ravi Zacharias, 74 years old. He died this year. Of recent also, Maurice Cirillo, 88 years. He died. No matter how impactful their ministry was, they had and they left it. Now the only look back, did I achieve all I was meant to achieve? Sitting there in your ministry, have you been able to achieve all you're meant to achieve? As a pastor, as a leader of a ministry, as a care cell, within your community as a Christian is numbered. Number two, your physical life or biological clock is numbered. No matter how God gives you the grace to carry on, what you used to do cannot do them anymore. Now, it's, just simple, it's a simple fact. You sit down, just look at a small kid. You see the way they'll pick their legs and they'll be flexible. They'll cross it, they'll bend down and do other things. Believe me, if you're above 40, you cannot even do half of what they're doing. You're not that flexible. And thank God for Ecclesia, uh, for Solomon. Solomon was very humorous. And I'll just read Ecclesiastes 12 1 to 5, just to mention that. Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come and the years draw near, when you say, I have no pleasure in them, while the sun and the light, the moon and the stars are not darkened, and the clouds do not return after the rain in the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men bow down the bow down when the grinders cease, because there are few and those that look through the windows grow dim when the doors are shut in the streets and the sound of ground is low when one rises up at the sound of a bird and all the daughters of music are brought low also they are feared of heights and terrors in the way when the almond tree blossoms the grasshopper is burdened and desire fails For man goes to his eternal home and the mourners go about the streets. Now, if you go through that part, Solomon was also describing how difficult it was as an old age. How frailty you have. I think I missed some of the verses. Sometimes it says your teeth will fall out. Your hair will drop off. Sometimes I look at my son and he's hitting the top of my head and he's, he's laughing that daddy you bald I'm keeping a low cut I say well I don't want to show the whole baldness that's why my hair is low but it's time and I look at him and I tell him I used to have a lot of hair like you but don't worry if God does not take us you end up like me you know and he will say never 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 you know but what am I saying our physical bodies will follow a process will follow a process it's numbered number three our financial life and career is numbered. Our financial life and years is numbered. The amount you're earning now was not the amount you're earning as a, as a child. You started your career. And later when you go to retirement, you're not going to be earning. Career-wise, you have a peak. You have to give way for the younger ones that are coming. Now, some of us have not planned for that or have not thought about it. Now, with COVID-19, some of us have not thought about our careers in Oman. But there's a period that's numbered. Our time in Oman is numbered. Whether it's two years, you have done. Four years, you have done. Five years, you have done. Ten years, thirty years. It's numbered. There will be a time for you to move on. Unfortunately, some of us have planned it is when I want to move on, I'll move on. Praise be to God. That is possible. But how about if that's not God's numbering? How about if God is numbering now? You need to move on. And COVID has brought that into some of our homes that it's time for us to move on. I look back at my career and I try to see how many people have I brought up to learn the same thing I'm learning. learning. Because it's very important that after me, people must come. I will never be at the best. The things I used to remember are not the things I remember now. I try. But sometimes I'm not as quick as the younger ones but just know that they are numbered also. So take notes of that. And I'll come back to that because it's it's something that people are not uh, not understanding. People that have known their financial and career is numbered tend to have a better retirement because they are taking cognizance of the time. Number four, the kingdoms and countries of the world are also numbered. In Daniels 5:24 to 26. Then the fingers of the hand were sent from him, and this writing was written. And this is the inscription that was written: many, many take care of harson. This is the interpretation of each word. Many God has numbered the kingdom and finished it. That was during Daniel's time. And don't forget, we have seen different civilizations. We have seen Egyptians, we have seen Greek civilizations, we have seen Roman, we have seen the British Empire. Right now, America is leading, but the way it's looking, America might not be the superpower in the future if the Lord does not come back. Because their kingdoms have been numbered by somebody else that has more authority than the nations of the earth. Praise the Lord. I hope you're with me. Praise the Lord. Now, I've spoken about this. I've mentioned to you what is numbered. Now, how do we number our days? Because I'm coming back now to we. We have to number our days individually, as a church collectively, and as a nation. But to make you understand, I'm going to use the same basis of what is numbered for us to be able to hold it or write it. We need to number our days spiritually and ministry-wise. Now, spiritually, I'm, I'm taking this one first because if I don't have enough time, at least this will take you We'll give you the meat of what i'm saying we number one we need to know the time of the day and season we need to know the time of the day and season okay it's all these robots or zombies that do not know the time of day and season i mean in nigeria you find that soldiers are are, are trained to obey and you know once they come to see the boss they will salute and they'll put their attention one of the things they say is morning sir and you see a soldier come in the afternoon. He still greets his boss. Morning, sir. In the evening, he'll come also I say, morning, sir. They don't know the time of the day. All they know that is they have to greet at that particular point in time. Let us not be like those soldiers. God is the controller of seasons and time. God is the creator of time. Ask him for what time it is. Praise the Lord. Ask him for what time it is. You know? We find out that we go to the Bible, I think it's in a... I'm trying to find out the, the verse of this. Uh, the, men, the men of Issachar, they knew their days and time. Okay? And they knew what to do. The men of Issachar understood the times and they knew what to do. Now, God in Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, to everything there's a season and time, a time for every purpose under heaven. But because God controls this time, You need to ask him. I need to know what time you are. Most of us, is because we don't know the time that we're in. Now, within these five months, I hope you have had that reflection. What time it is. Number two, focus on eternity. Focus on eternity. We cannot understand time without understanding eternity. Okay. We cannot understand time without understanding eternity. In Colossians 2, 1-3, he said, If you are raised with Christ and seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So you have to know the end from the beginning. You have to know the end from the beginning. If you know that, then you know what period you need to work in. Now, we need to move our talents, use our talents, and move our treasure out of this time to eternity. These last days, everything that we should focus on should be eternity. Because it will end. It will end. It will end. Praise the Lord. Can I have the, I move the slides? I think people are not following with the slides, Brother Rajesh, if you have them. Number three. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is still under spiritual and ministry. Yeah. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You might not be filled with the Holy Spirit. You, if you don't know feel the Holy Spirit, you will not know what time you're in. the Holy Spirit that will direct you in these last days. So please, my brothers and sisters, if you do not have the infilling of the Holy Spirit, ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. If you fill the Holy Spirit, you will not be bogged down with inconsequential matters. Things that do not matter. Number four, live accurately and purposefully. live accurately and purposefully. Now, one of the points I'm going to add here, accurate, accuracy is the key of distinction. For you to be distinct in this time, you need to be accurate. At one goal, you need to be accurate. You need to be so sensitive spirit, to whoever soul you need to speak to, whatever you need to do in the kingdom, you need to live purposefully and accuracy. And accuracy is only what will give you distinction. Elijah had it, Jesus had it That's why he only needed three years To complete what he came to do Two, you have to be accountable for all your actions Don't take any decision now That you cannot be accountable for Before God And then you have to be responsible For all those entrusted to us My question to you is Are all the family members in your household Born again? Forget about your family Well, you start with your family, first of all, and I want to believe you'll be able to preach and make sure your family members are born again. But to the extended family, you might feel that, oh, they're not my immediate family, but they are accountable. God has entrusted them to you. Your friends in your working place, have you preached to them? The people that come to work with you, have you preached to them? All those people are responsible for you. And it's all a part about living accurately and purposefully. Number five, realign yourself in word. We align yourself in prayer and the word of God. This is very, very important. These last days, we need to pray. Yesterday, we had our night vigil. It was a beautiful time. Now we're going to have victory night and then pre-victory pre- night prayers. We need to be in a place of prayer. That is where God is going to speak to you. Don't be tired of it. You might come and say, how will I pray? Pray in your own words. Pray in your own language. God is listening to you. He's conversing with you. Align with prayer warriors. If people you feel cannot pray, get someone that can pray along with you. And God will help you. Now, we as leaders, we need to pray a higher price to have higher clarity. I'm talking of the leaders of Bread of Life. In the care cells, we need to spend more time in prayer. More time in the word and prayer to have a further clarity about how to move. Husbands, you need to spend more time. Praise the Lord. And the last point, number six, is to give God thanks continually. I think Brother Kibe mentioned it. Brother Franklin mentioned it. When you give God thanks, you will live peacefully. So please, remember these six points. I had to go through them, first of all, before anything. You need to give God thanks. If you have lost your job, it's the same God that provided you a job before. He can do it again. And with praise and thanksgiving, he'll do it for you tomorrow. So when you give God thanks continually, it opens the door for promotion and moving on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when it comes time for praise and worship, stand up, rejoice, and give God thanks. Because our focus is in eternity. The next one, how to number physically and emotionally. Physically and emotionally. One, obtain peace from above. It's not a time to waste time on negativity, anger, or malice. Whether you're in the office, whether in the church, there's no need right now. Anything that gives you peace of mind should be what you should go through. In Philippians 48 8-9, it says, meditate on these things. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, If there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me. These do and the God of peace will be with you. Our physical body is nourished by the peace of mind that we have. People that don't have a good peace of mind, you end up having a lot of health challenges. Regardless of what they are saying about COVID-19, think of good things. It won't come to you. Think positive. Have peace in your mind and it will take care of your health. Number two under that is eat healthily and exercise. That is more than said. Okay? We need to struggle. As you're getting older, your diet is supposed to be changing. But that's part of it. Now, the third one that I put under this physically and emotionally, seek God early in your life. Ecclesiastes 11, 9 to 10. Rejoice, O oh young man, in your youth and let your heart Share you in the days of youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know for all this, God will bring you into judgment. Therefore, remove sorrow from your heart and put away evil from your flesh. For for your childhood and youth are vanity. Praise the Lord. When you see God heading your life and God directs your, your path, you have a better chance of living a good physical life. Even financially, you have a chance of doing it. Because when you seek God, you're more focused on God. You're focused on eternity. You make the right decisions. You make the right decisions on what to eat, how to exercise, what to read, and when to read. When you seek God early in life, you will not regret it. Some of the achievements I've got in life is because I knew God from a young age. I've seen a lot of my friends... That did not know God till later part of their years. And they made a lot of wrong decisions along the line, which has affected them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say if you get right with God later on, God will not use you. God will use you. But you live a far more rewarding life if you seek God at an early age. So I'm talking to those people that are in the afternoon of their lives, based on that clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, to 4 in the evening, to 40. We have a lot of you in church. Where are you? Where are you in the scheme of things? You need to rise up and seek God early in your life. And you will not regret it. It's a prime time in your life. Don't think you're ever too young. The world is changing. The careers that we have is not the careers we're going to have. But the only sure thing is if you seek God early you will not get it wrong. You're going to university. You're finishing from university. You seek God early. You're still in secondary school. Seek God early. And God will direct your pies. Lastly, financially and and career-wise, seize the day and the moment. Sometimes we look at doom now, but there are opportunities. There are opportunities. Don't put off anything long that you don't have to do. I was talking with my co-group, the excellent men. And you, I was my eyes open to the number of free certifications people can do online on their time. A lot of you in the core group have done various certifications, and I was challenged. The last couple of days, I was on online training 11 p.m. to 1 p.m. for two days, not because of anything, but just to improve myself. Seize the moment. We have a lot of unbelievers. That I seize the moment. Jeff Bezos, Amazon has market has increased. People that have Zoom that we're using now, their assets have increased. Discipleship training has started. How many people do registered? You don't do anything. You're under lockdown. Seize the moment to enrich yourself in the word of God. Maximize the opportunity. During this lockdown, people have come to you for you to preach to them, to share the word of God with them. Have you let it pass you by? You have to be productive. With your life and time. It's a story of the talent. We go and read the story of the talent. Those that were productive, you know what happened to them. And those that were not productive, you know what happened to them. At this time, parents, I will also speak to you. Your children will come with various ideas. They're in a different timing. Don't suppress them. Even within the church, don't suppress them. Allow them to express themselves. Okay, I'm not trying to say that she expressed herself wrongly. Of course, you're right to correct them or whatever it is. But listen to them, career wise, listen to them. What they want to do, guide them. Ours is that of guidance. But give them all avenues to seize the moment and go for it. Some people will tell you, oh, I want to be a chef. There are some people that say, oh, I want to be cooking. But nowadays, cooking was what is selling right now because at delivery is what is selling. So let's look at it from a different perspective. We have whatever the opportunity and moment is, we need to go through it. But having said that also, we need to go through the process. That's number two. Go through the process for success. Whatever God requires us to do in his ministry, in his kingdom, we need to go through the process. If you need to go to Bible college for better understanding, go through the process. If you need to be taught how to pray, go through the process. Even your own secular work, go through the process. If there's one thing I know, you look at David. David came back from battle. They were hailing David. They were praising David. They were praising Saul. They weren't praising Saul. They were praising David over Saul. David knew he was going to be king. But he did not do a coup on Saul. He did a coup d'etat. He waited and waited to the process to when he became king. Whatever you're going to put your hands to, youth, adults, there's a process for you to be successful. So, go through your, the process. Lastly, on that financial careers, is realign your giving, investments, and finances. Realign your giving, investment, and finances. We save a lot, we do different things, but if our focus is on eternity, we need to realign our finances and investments. As individuals, where, where is your money? Where has it gone to? We know the story about the, foolish, uh, the wise and foolish virgins in the Bible. Those that had the oil, they kept it because they knew the bridegroom was come. They didn't go and invest in the others. They didn't want to go and give it to the others. They didn't. They knew what was ahead. What missions can we get to? What missionaries can we get to? Those are the investments we're talking about. Don't invest on things that are temporal. Invest on things that will be permanent at the end. I'm not trying to say, okay, don't plan for your retirement. Those are between 6 p.m. to 12 midnight. I'm not saying no. Do that. But reprioritize your investments onto kingdom work, onto things that will reap for you in eternity. Those are the things that you need to put your investment on. How many people are you supporting now? How many missions are you supporting individually? Can you increase that? What do you have? Can you share that? Yes, we're going through an issue of COVID. People have lost their jobs. But one thing I know is that God is going to open the doors for you. And this message is coming because the economy is gradually opening back. Countries are opening back. But let us not lose the focus that God has asked us that our days are numbered. So we need to walk in wisdom as we go forward. It's not business as usual. It's not business as usual. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, I have just challenged you, okay? I have challenged you and I have told you, okay, that what is numbered? Spiritually, you are numbered. Financially, emotionally, physically. But I have also given you tips on how to walk in these days, in these last few days. In these last few days okay and in conclusion i don't have enough time i don't think we're able to go to a session of prayer but god will help us as we pray these things as we as we go god will help you and will give you wisdom that's what i pray that god will give you more understanding as you go but in conclusion your time is not over until he says it's over okay your time is not over until he says it's over however live the day As if it is our last day with full accountability. Go out. Live your day fully. Seize the moment. Preach the word. Live as a Christian. That you'll be able to account on that last day of eternity. And I believe as you go out like that. God will bless you. My brothers and sisters. A few prayer points as you go. One of the things I want you to do is when you go to your closet. Ask the Father to show you the time of your life. Let him reveal deep secrets to you to be successful. In Psalm 39 verse 4, it says, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the measure of my days that I may know how frail I am. Let me know the end. Seek to live accurately in the last days. Martha was distracted, but Mary chose the right thing. Pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And furthermore, get ready for the coming of Christ. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for a time like this. We thank you for the message that you have given us. We thank you, Lord, because you are the one, are the only authority that has numbered our days. Father, Lord, help us to realize that our days are numbered. According to your divine plan. Lord, I pray that everyone here that has heard this message, Father Father Lord, that you will show us the time of our lives. Show us our periods. Show us deep secrets, Father, of what you want us to do in these last days, Father Lord. Give us the grace, Father Lord, to look for things that are accurate in our lives, Father Lord. To live accurately. To live purposefully. Lord, may we be like Mary And only seek things of your kingdom. Focus on eternity, Father Lord. Give us the grace in these last couple of days, Father Lord. Above all, Father Lord, we ask that you fill us with the Holy Spirit, Father Lord. Fill us with your Spirit, Father. As we go in day by day, Lord, I pray that you will speak to each one of us. May that inner man speak in our situation. May he direct us. And Father Lord, may we get ready for your coming. Lord, we know we're coming out of the pandemic. And that, Lord, that's why this message has come down, Father Lord, for us to refocus on what we are to do. Thank you, Father Lord. We ask, Lord, that you'll be exalted. Thank you, Daddy Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.